Thanks for tuning in to The Real Deal Show, brought to you by ebodyboarding.com and Tribe Boards. Hey folks, Jay Real here with The Real Deal Show, and I am on location at Waco Surf in Waco, Texas. This is, in my opinion, it's the best wave pool in the world. We love this place. This is our fourth time doing the Texas Tube Tour our seventh time visiting Waco Surf. We absolutely love this place and we love to share it with friends. And this friend of mine, I have known for the better part of, I'm gonna do the math here, 42 years since I met you, Tony. Welcome so awesome, to The Real dude. Deal Show. I'm so stoked to have you. I'm now, stoked to be here with you. Yeah, so welcome to The Real Deal Show. So if you don't know what The Real Deal Show is, Tony, it's basically, a, it's my, podcast we have conversations right and I really wanted to get you on board here because um, well I'll go back 42 years ago you had an instrumental part in my early days as a bodyboarder and I'll just share that story as I've done in a previous show real quickly and that was that I was uh, a young kid 16 years old in Ocean City Maryland in 1980 and Tony and some other pro bodyboarders from Southern California mm -hmm. came through my hometown, Ocean City, Maryland, and did a demo. And I went down, the waves were really good that day. And Tony and these other guys were blowing my mind what they were doing on bodyboards. I had never seen anybody do the kind of things they were doing on bodyboards. Do you remember that event? Mm -hmm. Totally. You do? Oh, oh yeah, for sure. What's your memory of that event back in 1980? Um, I remember we, I, I didn't even really know where Ocean, or I didn't even know where Maryland was. Really. <laughs> Typical and Californian. I, 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 I thought maybe it was in a whole different part of the country. So then I didn't understand how it had a beach. And then the fact that it was up so high on the Atlantic coast, I thought, oh my gosh, that's like equivalent to Oregon or San Francisco or something. <laughs> um, so it's like, I, I don't, that doesn't seem like much fun to go there. But then when we went there, I realized that the East Coast has warm water that comes up right. high and then they have sandy beaches. And so it's like, wow, this is rad here. And the waves were really, good and it was i just remember it was the sand it was sandy beach break barrels almost yes. like zuma beach in california and i remember even before the um event uh i went out like when everyone was having breakfast i went out and rode yeah. uh, some of the waves like right at sunrise um because i'm like these waves are just too good to pass up and and we're gonna be you know showing people and demonstrating and trying to help other people ride, but I wanted to catch some ahead of time, so I did that. I did. I was the early bird. Yeah, it was like the best swell we had that entire uh -huh. summer. It was an epic July day, glassy conditions, and good surf. Actually, pumping surf that day. Um, but let's rewind a little bit. Um, that was 1980. But mm -hmm. when did you start riding bodyboards? Let's go back. Right. Right. I um, graduated from high school in 1976, and in Right after, like within two weeks after graduating, they, um, I was working for the uh, Denault's hardware store and they were selling boogie boards. Yep. And so they, um, Steve Denault, one of the owners, he said, Tony, you, sh you should really get one of these and come down to T Street by my house and, um, and go riding. The people are doing, having a lot of fun on them. And I'm like, oh, I don't know about that. I don't 
really know about those things at all. And he, he just said, well, you just, you, you know, he just pressed me to do it. And so I did it. And so I bought it like on the uh, 4th of July weekend in 1976. Okay. And then I, and the very first time I went out, I went out at T Street and I'm like, okay, I love this beach. I had never been there before. And I love this um, vehicle to ride the waves yeah. on. So it's like, okay, I'm just hooked, fully hooked. <laughs> Hook, so line, and sinker. Now, hooked. so yeah, that, so then you started, obviously, you realized that you had an affinity for the bodyboard, obviously, but when did you realize you had the skill to take it to the competition side of things? Yeah. It, it was all brand new. Boogie yeah. boards were invented in 1971. So yeah. competitive was, bodyboarding or boogie boarding, as we called it then, was new. Yeah. What prompted you to get into that side of things? Well, I, I just loved going there and riding in the first place. So I would go to T Street whenever I could, go riding. I'm like, okay, every day riding this board is a blast. I, this is like so much fun. It, um, as far as like a cost basis, you just have to drive down to the beach and go. Yeah. So it isn't like having to go on a vacation or anything. So I could do it all the time. They, after I had been doing it just for a few months, they had a contest down in Oceanside. And I'm like, oh, I want to go to that. And because I was older, because I'd already graduated from high school, there were a lot of people that were like six years old, eight years old, you know, because it, um, it was friendly for all ages. Sure. And so I got stuck in the um, like adults, the over 18 group. <laughs> and yet I was still a brand new novice at writing it. Well, I, I, if I remember right, I finished third place behind Bobby Zabad and Joey Gibbs, who are both the team writers for Maury Boogie. And they're like, oh who God. is this Tony Prince who guy? Is this guy? And, um, and I'm like, I just love this thing. And so Patty <laughs> Serrano, who is the head of marketing, she's like, this guy is enthusiastic about boogie boarding. Uh, I got to take him out and do some events with him. And so that's what, uh, so her and I did a bunch of things together, including yes. that one that I met, we met you. So she just said, hey, Tony, I love your enthusiasm for uh -huh. the sport. I want to take you on tour so you can share the stove. Right, exactly. And you went yeah. to the East Coast, you went to like New England, and you went yeah. down We to went to Maryland. like Cocoa Beach, and Cocoa uh, Florida, Beach. and then we went, we went up, up the coast. And then we would even, she would come by and grab me, and we would go to like department stores or like, places that were selling the boogie board yeah, right. and that we wouldn't have anything to like any materials or anything so that she, they would just um she would just say yeah tony rides it you know look how stoked he is and i would just be telling people this is really good you know and just That's i would just exactly go crazy <laughs> right and she would be like we'd have like a a slide projector and there would be like two slides you know that they had and they would just flip back and forth between those two wow and just like back and forth back and forth <laughs> the two pictures because uh, we didn't have any like multimedia like like you would have today but right. she um i really enjoyed um uh, being around patty serrano because she was she was also totally stoked about boogie boards and yes. she, and that's why she liked being around me so we we were just like two peas in a pod just feeding off each other and so whenever we would be around people, they would be like, God, these people are having a lot of fun. Yeah. It's very similar to the way you and Vicky are. Well, you know, it's, I have a, exactly the same story, but with, Mar well, originally with Patty, but eventually with Mary Lee Christensen, mm -hmm. I would show up at the events when they came to Maryland and she saw how stoked uh -huh. I was. Uh -huh. And then I got right. on the same program you did, obviously. So 
Yeah, I mean, our our stories kind of mirror each other yeah. in that respect yeah. in the early days. But so take us through where you went from that point. I mean, you did the East Coast tours with Patty. Did you get paid to bodyboard, or did you just get free boogie boards? Right. Yeah. In the early days, mostly you would I would get um, free. You I would win stuff for mm -hmm. winning contests. But then, in addition to that, I have a love for photography. So I love to shoot pictures of either nature or um, usually nature, but also uh, the boogie boarding. So I would keep asking the people at Mori Boogie, you know, hey, I got some good pictures of like Chris Powers or Scott Harrison or somebody. And um, why don't you use these for one of your ads? And they're like, oh, they're not good enough. They're not good enough. But after I just kept, I was just stoked about shooting pictures, just like I was stoked about writing. So I kept doing it, kept doing it. Um, okay, these pictures are good enough. Okay, we can't pay you, but we can give you more boogie boards like the ones that we were giving you okay. for winning the contest. So I not only didn't get paid for writing, I didn't even get paid <laughs> for, for the doing photos. the photos. Oh I was like, gosh. that's okay, just give me the boogies, give me the fins, give me the doils. Yes. I don't care anything. I'm stoked on all of this stuff. I don't have to get paid money, you know, because I, I'm just getting paid in stoke. Now, That's did what you, I got paid in. speaking of that stoke, did you pass that along to your brother Tom, who's also a super accomplished bodyguard? Oh, yeah, and by far. Pro? I but mean, yeah, were you huge, responsible for that? No, I would not say I was responsible for it because he's, he's really responsible for his own just ex excelling beyond. I guess I, he could look at what I could do and he could say, I, I could probably do double that good. And he was. He did extremely well. What's he, the age difference between you and Nine Tom? years. Okay, mm -hmm. got it. Okay. Yeah, so he, so by the time he was um, just getting into doing it, he was in his, like a, a teenager. Yeah. I was already, you know, like over 20 got by it. that time. And so I was in a whole different division and he, um, he excelled really quickly. And, and he also had huge amount of stoke for the sport and so um, Madrid grabbed him and said we want you to be the team captain um, for their boards and all the people that worked with my brother um, can just look back and just say he was like the best person you know to work with so much stoke and so much skill and then he just he like you continued to just get better and better and better with age like fine wine <laughs> and um and uh so he's out here with you today yeah just both of them ripping as good as any young kid could do and even as you get older that's well, amazing we're at our texas tube tour event and his brother tom is this is his second time here and he has the stoke still you have the stoke still and we're gonna put up if we can get them in time for this uh, for this airing. We're gonna put up a couple of Tony's photos. Tony was claiming. Now I heard you claim out mm -hmm. in the water, best photos you've ever gotten. Is that yeah, true? Yeah, absolutely. The oh ones. Okay, and believe me, I went through so many submissions for Mori Boogie that said these aren't good enough. These aren't good enough. If I could have had the pictures I shot today, and hopefully you'll be able to see some of them, that would have been like cover photo, cover wow. photo, cover photo. That's impressive. Yeah. And you know, that's my prediction. So, we'll see. We'll see I'm, if you believe it I'm when it happens, <laughs> when I show them to you. I'm loving this because, you know, what I've found, at least in our industry now, is that the um, kind of our biggest, one of our biggest niches at ebodyboarding.com and in the sport in general is 
lot of the older guys are returning to the sport. We call them board agains, thanks to Gianna Simonelli, who coined that phrase. Mm-hmm. Um, she, you know, said, hey, all these older guys are like board agains. COVID sort of brought it out, and they're coming back to the sport. But some of us, like Tom and myself, we never left, right? right? And but Vicky. Did you leave the sport for a while? Oh yeah, a long so time. Tell us about oh, yeah. that. What like, did you do during like, that hiatus? Um, I I worked as a um, uh, health and life insurance manager for the last like thirty years, and so at some parts of that time, I was so busy, um, I just didn't have time to to go boogie boarding. It was really rare. I would just go. A couple of times a year. Wow. Okay. You know, for a, for decades yes. of time, um, and then then as um, as whenever there was time available, then it wasn't that I lost the stoke for it ever. It's just that I just didn't have time for it with <laughs> raising a family and and everything. And then now that um, I have a little bit more time, then it's like okay, let's just go do it again. Yeah, you've mm-hmm. gotten back into it. Mm-hmm. We, we're seeing Tony out in the water. Um, you know, a lot more than we did during that right. hiatus, obviously. Mm-hmm. And it's so cool to see you back out there. And some of your contemporaries are, you know, getting out there, going on trips. You guys just mm-hmm. came back from Cabo yeah. with Joe Roger Evans, Waller and yeah. Joe Evans, and Scott, Scott and Evans, Scott and Chris Evans. Powers. Yeah, which is yeah. And Chris Powers and Kisasaki event here in Kisasaki. So yeah. I, you know, I just love it that um, our bodyboarding population is aging so well and we're still carrying that stoke for the right. sport into our later years um but at the same time we'd love to see the young kids getting into the sport you right know? of course uh, i mean it's to keep the sport alive and well we need to mm-hmm. sort of nourish that younger generation to keep going yeah. too um so that's obviously a very important part yeah they i mean they have a lot of things to do that we didn't have to do because they have virtual reality games and all kinds of different stuff to distract them but if you can get um i i bet if you took any teenager in america and you took them to this wave pool and let us do a demo with them on um on a boogie board they would probably be stoked for the rest of their life that's all they just need is an introduction i agree so let's let's keep that going to you older bodyboarders try to nurture the young kids if it's your own kid or just you know young kids to to keep the sport going man we need you know that injection of youth youthful exuberance Mm -hmm. in the sport um okay let's go back to you i want to ask you a couple poignant questions here about your bodyboarding what did you ever go on any bodyboarding trips and if so what was your favorite one well my very first one was in um at the uh december of 1977 patty serrano asked tom mori if she could bring me to hawaii for their trip that they were going to have that had dale dobson riding the doyle bobby zabat and joy gibbs the two people that i had competed against um yeah. uh, the year before uh, were, were the pro riders for the, and actually employees of uh, Maury Boogie. So it's mo- almost all employees except for myself and Dale Dobson were the only two people. And he was a professional surfer. So it's like, <laughs> I'm l- r- really the lucky one that, you know, got to just sit, go in someone's suitcase. You know, it's like, okay, <laughs> let's just bring Tony along. He's small. No, man. And, um, and so we, we get there and uh, I had never been to Hawaii before. And we're riding um, really flexible boogie boards, the kit boards, and it it was um, it 
I'd never ridden waves that big before. Uh, just small, you know, California surf. And so it was really just like eye-opening. But I was, um, I, I was stoked to go there. there. They had a contest that year um, at Holly Eva. Yeah. And, um, and the people, the Hawaiians were really ripping. And so yeah. it was pretty obvious that that the boogie boards were going to be super popular in Hawaii because okay. the people were ripping uh, there on, on them. They seemed to work really good in those waves. The people could go really fast because the waves had a lot of power. Yep. But, um, but like we went to Makaha we, and I rode, I had so much fun there. We went to um, Waimea Bay and I'm like, no, there's just no way I'm going to ride these waves. And Joey Gibbs goes, no, okay, you just shoot pictures, Tony. I'll go out and ride. Well, Joey so was a charger, man. Yeah. Whew. And, and um, I think I was there that year. It was 83, I think, winter of 83, 84. Right, the Haleiwa Mori International Contest. Yeah, it was, this was about? the very first one. It was got in '77. Oh, got it. Way before. Yeah, me. December okay. of '77. Got it. I was 11 years old. No, uh -huh. 13 years, 14 years old then. But yes, wow. So okay, so we're going back now. Um, okay, people always want to know this question, and so I'll ask it. Worst wipeout that you can ever remember? Do you remember any? horrible I do, I do remember it wasn't necessarily on a boogie board they um, I won a trip uh, with the um, insurance company that I was managing an office for to Acapulco mm -hmm. and I had never been there to mainland Mexico either so we're staying at the Princess Hotel I think is what it was okay. and so I go down and there's these waves are breaking um, really nice waves, kind of like uh, like the Maryland at the yeah. time when I met you, right? And so it's like I'm looking at that. I'm like, oh my gosh, I got to get out there. So I go over to the little like shack that they would rent stuff, and I'm like, yeah, do you have some boogie boards? No, we don't even you know know what that is or whatever. And um, <laughs> and so, uh, so, but we can just give you a um, uh, we can give you a surfboard. Okay. And I'm like, oh okay, I don't even surf, but okay, I'll try that. Um, and, and I got um, uh, pitched over the falls, oh, and as I, as I went to dive down, the water was only about two feet deep, oh, and no. I just remember just doing a sailor dive, Face like plant. right right into the into the sand. It was oh, like geez. it was like okay, that's how you people wind up in a wheelchair. Let's yeah. get the surfboard off my body, and immediately, <laughs> and I'm not ever going to go out in a like a. Uh, beach break that kind of shallow yes. beach break I'm not ever going to go out on a surfboard in areas like that and so then for the whole rest of my life I've done gone to those types of breaks with a boogie board and yes. I've never got hurt at all or wiped yeah. out really bad at all right so I, it's like hello I know I you know when I was in my early days with Maury I would do interviews and I'd always my four buzzwords were soft safe flexible and fun mm -hmm. and that's true about the body board. Obviously, the modern boards aren't as flexible as the early mm -hmm, ones that mm -hmm. you guys rode in the early days, but it is soft. It is safe relative to surfing. Yeah. It is somewhat flexible, and it's obviously the, fun. Yeah, it's super fun. Yeah, which yeah. leads us to this. So we're at Texas Tube Tour 2022. By the way, folks, if you ever want to book Texas Tube Tour with us or any of our other trips go to the bottom of the website click on bodyboarding travel i will put a link right up here at the top of your screen right now if you want to click and get on one of our trips i got to give a plug for the trips but sure tony and his brother tom are here 
And this is an artificial wave. And this is, is this your first ever wave pool experience? It is, absolutely. I never even rode the Flowrider or anything. Yeah, so which is never, amazing to I, me because, I mean, you know, there were wave pools like Big Surf in Arizona was yeah. probably the first that I ever know of that was in the 60s. Mm -hmm. Um, and you've never ridden a wave pool, what's your take on this place? Yeah, I mean, it, it's a, yeah, it's extremely um, rewarding to ride here because it's predictable and and it's also the crowd is predictable. So you can take turns riding waves instead of normally out in the ocean, you know, you would, you would have to um, kind of fight to get to, to your waves yeah. and the other thing is that is that that you are guaranteed that you there will be waves the day that you arrive and a lot yes. of surf trips um, result in part of the fun of a surf trip is you don't know if the waves are going to be any good or not and then you just find something else to get stoked about if they if they aren't but um, but here you're guaranteed that the waves are going to be good yeah. every day so the good thing I think about this not to go too far into the promotion of Texas tube tour is that we have, you know, a lot of people that are limited on time. Maybe they have two, three days and they got to get back to work or to school. And this event or this event that we do is exactly what you said. It's guaranteed wave. So it's a surf trip where there's no rolling the dice. There's no, boy, I hope there's a swell in the two, three days we're there. You're guaranteed waves and everyone is guaranteed the same amount of waves there's going to be barrels if you want to get barreled you can so everyone has the same opportunity sometimes you go on a surf trip let's say for a week and you spend a bunch of money and get on flights and travel long distances and you'll be there and you'll get skunked yeah There'll be no swell or the wind will be wrong or maybe your it is good and your buddy gets all the good ones and you you kind of yeah. miss out but not here right yeah this is this is um <laughs> this is like um paying for guaranteed success you will have yes. you will absolutely catch waves you'll absolutely have a blast i mean, there's no nobody here that was here today that doesn't think that this is the most awesome thing ever and that we really that we live at a time where you could do something like this yes because when tom mori invented the bodyboard or the boogie board they um there was no thought that at you know that at some point a bunch of people decades later would be able to get together and go have fun um you know at, a, at an artificially created wave which you know. br brings me to my next question you know when you started in the 70s doing this sport could you ever have imagined what people are doing on these boards in 2022 the flips the spins, yeah. the giant waves did you think that was no be the progression? no i because it, because it didn't seem like that was even going to ever be possible the boards were um were more flexible and made to just ride really um easily in the wave like just cruise. stay in the middle of the wave all, all the time yeah. but now the boards um, are made a little different, so they go much, much faster. And with that kind of speed, then of course you can, um, you, people can start doing things that are a lot, uh, you know, they can, you can get it in the air and stuff yeah. if you if you have that kind of speed. But you, we didn't have the the original boards were would never go fast enough to do that. Right. Yeah. Now, when you just to back up real quick, when you were involved with the Mori Boogie Company. Did you have a contract, like a written contract, or was it all just sort of like, hey, come on, we're going to the East Coast for right? Well, since two I weeks. really never got paid any money, 
Um, they didn't really have to contract me for anything. They would just say, do you want to come? And I would go, sure. sure. Yeah, absolutely. Sure, I mean, I would do it. The thing about having something that you're really stoked about is the payment is to be able to do it. Yeah. You know, just to experience it. Um, right. I mean, it's just it's a total stoke. So I love, you know, shooting pictures. So I shoot pictures, uh, you know, a lot of times. Um, yes, and by and, the way, incredible pictures. If you follow this guy on Facebook, you'll see his pictures. Even Instagram, your Facebook is just your name, right? Tony Prince. And then your uh -huh, Instagram right. is TonyPrince.Zenfolio. Zenfolio. Yeah. Oh, because that's what my website is. Amazing Tony photos of just, I mean, sessions we've had at T Street, mm -hmm. trips you've taken, like right. the one you just took to yeah. Cabo. Uh -huh. This guy, I mean, what better guy to take pictures of bodyboarders than a guy who's been doing it for, I don't know, 45, <laughs> yeah. 50 years. So check him out on, online. But yeah. yeah. And it's so. especially fun to um, to go on trips with people that are um, that are equally stoked. Yes. Like, um, like when we just went to Mexico uh, a couple weeks ago and uh, Joe Evans was there. He's uh, he was one of the people that I met really early on, um, yeah. and he's fantastic. And Chris Powers and um, Keith Sasaki and Mike Stewart, um, mm. fortunately for me, came and lived with me one summer in San Clemente early on. And so I got to ride with them, and it's like, oh my gosh, I could just see that it's like, okay, that was the time when I just said, okay, these people are going fast, me fast. <laughs> They're, they're extremely good <laughs> writing. Uh, well, what's cool is, you know, your generation, first generation ever of top-level riders are in their 60s mm -hmm. now yeah. and pushing those limits, you know? So I'm sort of the generation after you. I'm still in my 50s. Right, and yeah, like my brother. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, and it's we're taking that level to an older age. Um, and surfing is doing the same. Yeah. Obviously, you got uh -huh. Slater, who's now 50. Guys like Michael Ho, who's in his early 60s, still charging pipeline and yeah. backdoor. Yeah. So I love to see this progression where older surfers, older bodyboarders, are taking the sport into their, making it a life sport. Yeah. yeah. Right? Like uh -huh. golf uh -huh. is a life sport. Now bodyboarding can be a life it sport is. because yeah. it's a, you know, it's it's a safer alternative you can say than surfing. You yeah. have the hard board and the skegs and the pointy nose and all that. So yeah, it's, it's so encouraging to watch guys like yourself and your generation, Joe Evans, Scott Evans, Roger Wall, right. and Chris Powers, uh -huh. taking it and still ripping. I mean, Chris Powers at this event was blowing my mind. Yeah, he was yeah. getting like yeah. sick barrels coming out after the spit. Um, yeah, we'll have a video on this event. I'll try to link it above if it's available by the time I post this. If not, one of the pictures eventually. I got today of, was of Chris Powers. Yeah. In the barrel, hands up, like that, no hands. <laughs> Look, Ma, it, no hands. That's so one it. of the best pictures I've ever taken in my life, I, I hope. Love it, man. So, um, so as we wrap this up, Tony, I just want to give you a chance. Do you, anyone you want to thank for your, I don't know, what, 50-year career? At, well, I want, to thank, I want to thank all the people that I got to, um, you know, meet and become lifelong friends with, like yeah. Mike Lambrisi and Joe Evans and... Scott and Roger and Chris Powers and I just love the fact that my brother is so exceptional at this and he just can always you know drag me back in come on come on it's a you know you, you know you're stoked on this let's go do it yes. um, I just think that that's awesome but I think that there's probably some people out there 
that used to be totally stoked on bodyboarding and then they've they like how I, how I did in the middle they had to take a break because of family or work or whatever yep. and so hopefully um, you know we can inspire them to say okay I don't care that I'm you know 50 or 60 years old or 70 it's like okay let's just get back out there and go do it because there's people here that are in their 60s and they had a blast oh, today too 100 sure. for sure so Tony I mean this guy's the poster child for getting back into it the board again movement as I call it um, so we're stoked on that crew and Tony man it's been a pleasure to be a friend of yours since 1980 you're such a big influence on my early years and just love your stoke to this day we're stoked to have you here at this event but just involved and down there shooting when we're out there surfing <laughs> sometimes man some of my favorite photos that I've ever had of myself in recent years were ones that you took that's awesome I'm that's totally cool. stoked on that I and I'm it, man. and I'm just so I'm so stoked about um, you know just being friends with you and Vicky because it's like I get to be around people that share my stoke yeah. and that um, and that do it actually for their job. So instead of like me that I had to split my stoke between you know two different things, you're you're just like get to be a hundred percent all in, right which on, is this. I mean, we're so I feel honored to be you know your close friend and and because you've done. You and Vicky have done so much for the sport and still do. The feeling is mutual. So with that said, I will wrap up this episode of The Real Deal Show, folks. Thank you so much to Tony Prince. One more handshake for you. It's never enough. Thank you, Jay. Um, and thanks for watching, folks. If you watched on YouTube, please be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Give us the thumbs up and give some comments for Tony. He is a legend in this sport, <laughs> one of the OGs. I, that term is thrown around loosely a lot, but this guy truly embodies that. If you listen on the audio podcast, thanks for listening during your workout or whatever it is you do while you listen to podcasts. And folks, as always, we'll see you in the surf. <laughs>